I'm going to cut you off of intros now. Episode three, Modern Cartographer's Conversations. I feel like this is the perfect intro for what we're talking about today. Yes. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm Braden Frame. Joe Cameron. That's the guy. Uh, and we are the Modern Cartographers. And um, this is episode, our third um, episode on uh, our cartographers' conversations. And today, what's the topic, Joe Cameron? A topic that I think you and I have been discussing for years. Direct mail programs. Really? Yeah. Hang on, I, I, gotta, I gotta sound effect for that. Let's do it one more time. Direct mail programs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's also the third episode, so I'm still using how to use all the stuff. You know? I like it. Um, we're gonna talk about direct mail. Isn't every political consultant? It's the bread and butter. It's the uh, foundation of political <laughs> campaigning. Yeah. So um, I'll I'll just be the the I will be the counterpoint for this one. I don't like direct mail. I, it's a secret that I know I don't I don't speak about enough. Obviously, but uh, I'm not a huge fan of direct mail. Uh, neither am I. Now, we'll get into some points and some ideas. Does it have a place in politics? For sure. In 2023. For sure. How about 2024? Don't know. Okay, fair, <laughs> Done. fair. Um, when I say direct mail, what do you think of? Mailers. Mailers. Postcards. One dollar goes directly into the garbage, is what I think. A dollar per person, six and a half by 11 inch, two-sided, full color, 110, cardboard stock, glossy, full run, trash. Delivered by USPS. Thank you for your service. We do appreciate them and their, the, the service that they provide. Um, yeah, direct. that's what I think of when I think of direct mail. Um, there are other things that are in the, uh, the wheelhouse, though, of being mailed to people's homes. Um, with Magnets. Like Some people like to put like magnets on a letter, and the magnet has some message or some you know, vote date or, or other information, right? Um, still kind of direct mail, but I don't, I don't think they're the, the general, like, you know, eight pieces of mail or six pieces of mail storyline stuff that, uh, that I normally think of when we talk about direct mail. For years, and by the way, if we haven't said this yet, we are in the minority in our industry. I know what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, in our industry, um, direct mail programs for political campaigns is a, probably a must, a shall mm-hmm. for most um, firms that come on board. And I think you and I are probably one of the only firms that yeah. push away from it. Now, are there places? Yes. Are Is there a certain voting population that checks their mail every day? Yes. Mm-hmm. And can we influence them? Probably. Maybe. But that population is also on Facebook. Uh-huh. That population also And they're has, dying rapidly. Has, has a cell phone. Yeah. And, and they can... They text. Yeah. They do things. Mm-hmm. They listen to voicemails. There's so many different tools that are out there. And I think the biggest gripe I have is how do you track it? Um, yeah, I think we are in the minority. Um, I have had this argument with almost every single um, associate in this business. Um, I've had this argument with the people who run um, the political shop and large labor organizations. I have this argument with uh, 
local political consultants, um, national political consultants. Um, and even, you know, we have, we have partnerships. We have the modern, uh, cartographers access program that we just launched this month, um, where we are bringing and sharing our digital suite of tools with local political consultants who don't have access to the digital, you know, library of tactics and tools that we do. And even when talking with some of them who are, appreciating investing and wanting access to the digital program they still are like oh but you know we got to do four pieces of mail eight eight yeah storyboard it and you know i i always ask this question i think this is this is the uh the if i was to sum up why i think direct mail is stupid um which is totally what i'm naming this podcast why direct mail is stupid um i've never met a person who said i got four pieces, eight pieces, six pieces, two pieces. I got so many pieces of mail in my mailbox that it influenced who I was going to vote for. The only time I've ever heard of mail influencing someone where they openly talk about it is when they say, I was going to vote for Bob, but then I got this negative piece of mail attacking Sharon, and I didn't like that, so now I'm going to go vote for Sharon, which I call bullshit on. I don't think anybody was just like, oh, I really liked all of Bob's policies, but because Bob said something mean, I'm going to go vote against my policies. For, I, don't, I don't think that's a, it's not a quantifiable audience for anybody. Um, I do think that, you know, when you say enough mean things about some, somebody through any medium, um, it can't be effective. You know, bullying still works, right. works in schools, works in politics. But, um, you know, to your point, there are just so many more effective ways, especially now. And there's different ways where we can track it. Yeah. You know, we can get responses. And, um, you know, you and I were talking before we started this. And, you know, what do we say? The going rate, let's just use California, is about a dollar a mailer, depending on, you know, size. I mean, if you're mailing hundreds of thousands of these, you can yeah. bring that down. But let's go over a, a typical storyboard mailer program. You're talking a dollar a piece, $8 per voter. Yeah. Per household. So you spend $8. And, and we're getting to a dollar by doing a mail piece of like a hundred thousand or fifty thousand, right? Which eight times like fifty or hundred? We're talking about you know half a million, nearly a million dollars. You know four hundred, eight hundred thousand dollars of generated printed trash. All right, yep, keep going. And where where are your analytics? It's a, it's a buzzword we keep throwing around. Where's your data? But really, where is it? Right. You know, right. it's not going to happen. Yeah. And we have some analytics to show it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important that when you can get a deliver your message on a medium where they are on there and they are looking for engagement, that's where we've seen our success. And that's where we've directed our association's money to go. And I think the most important part is a lot of the tools and the tactics that we use, we can track. Mm-hmm. And if someone says, go fuck yourself, <laughs> we don't reach them again. Right. So for pennies on the dollars, I think there's different tactics, different tools, and where we can provide. And I think it's important. Again, last podcast, we talked about money, pack, general membership. I think it's important for the general membership as guys who have run one. Your members want to know where your money's going. And if you're just doing a mail program, what do you have to show them? Trash. Piles and piles of trash. I mean, yeah, so like why direct mail sucks. Like top three reasons, I think. Number one... 
uh, is that you can't track it, right? We're big on data. We're big on analytics. We're big on understanding what voters are thinking about our ads, our message, our candidate, and the campaign today. And we know that that may be different tomorrow based on changes in the news cycle, based on advertising messaging from our side or our opposition. And we need to adapt for that. So the lack of data, I think, is probably the number one reason uh, we hate mail. I'd say number two is cost. It is not cost effective. I mean, you can reach so many more people in so many more, um, I would say, up close and personal ways than you can with mail for significantly less money. Um, We talk about digital block walking, which is a product service that um, we we built, that we provide, uh, that leverages existing technologies in unique ways to deliver our message and verify that message delivery and message understanding. Um, And we can digitally block walk, you know, for about, you know, somewhere between 15 to 20 cents per per voter and, and digitally engage them, engage them in a conversation, ask them a question, converse with them to verify and validate our position, our question, our candidate, and then record that data and monitor it or exclude them if they are opposed to our message or our candidate. And, you know, just going off of, you know, campaigns that I'm thinking in 2022, we were literally having conversations with four out of four voters. I voted for you. Thank you. Right. I voted for the candidate. My whole house voted for Braden for city council. Now, do we get that on a mailer? No, we have no, no idea. We have no yeah. idea. But guess what? On a lot of these are dual dual voter households, right? So one person voted, the other person didn't vote. You're still blowing a dollar to mail that person every single time. And so like in your example, you know, eight mailers, eight dollars, a hundred thousand voters, you know, eight hundred thousand dollars of campaign funds just on that. Um, you know, comparatively speaking, you know, we're we're hammering five to six voters per dollar. So for the same, you know, eight bucks, we're in the 40s, you know, 48 voters that we're able to hit um, instead of one voter once. And we're putting them into three columns, right? Yeah, yeah. We're putting them into a a yes, right? a no response, Mm -hmm. and a no. And the yeses, we're going to check off and say, okay, we, we don't need to send them another message. We don't need to talk to them. They have told us. They voted. Uh-huh. They're going to vote or they voted. Yeah. So why am I going to spend another cent on them uh-huh. if I've already got... They, they've taken time out of their day right. to have the conversation with us saying, yes, I am going to vote for Braden. Uh-huh. Or, contrary, fuck you, right. fuck the police, uh-huh. all that type of stuff. Why are we going to spend another penny? Right. We're not going to change their opinion. Yeah. Now we're working on those in the middle. Right. And I think that's where on, on a 30,000-foot view, that's the analytics that people are looking for, right? That you're just not going to get from a mailer. And I think here's my third reason. And this is, this is my, it might be my most important, I don't know. I, I, really, I really hate the lack of data going in. I really hate how expensive mail is. And then when I think about the number three reason, top three reasons why I hate direct mail, is it has no future campaign value. It really is a one and done, your money's gone. When I think about our counter, you know, because you can't just talk about why something sucks, right? Like that's what that's what guys do at the kitchen table every single day. They have all the problems of the department, but none of the solutions. Right. And I think that when we think about our counter solution to the problems of direct mail, especially in the technologies of 2023, 2022, looking forward to 24, um, it's, it's a single use 
thing. It literally is single use. You print it, they get it, you hope they read it, and it goes into the trash. Whereas when I think about the value of a conversation with a voter, sometimes we're not even just trying to get them to vote for Bob. Sometimes we just need them to feel like Bob's issues matter or our issues matter or public safety is important or every day this is a dangerous job. And sometimes people don't go home. And those folks who are just like, they're not the fuck you, they're the fuck yeah group. They're the group that says, I had your guys or gals, I had your members come to my house. You made a difference in my son's life. You made a difference in my wife when she, you made a difference. Those conversations, those relationships, they have value for this, this cycle and forevermore because those are the people who you want to keep talking to. There was a fire client that we ran a campaign for in 2022. And one of the conversations that we had was with someone who just exactly what you just talked about. We saved their life. Those firefighters saved his life. And we had a conversation and he came back and said, I have shared this message with everyone in my Rolodex. Yeah. That's in the city. Everyone. Where are you going to get that conversation? Yeah. Where are you going to get that from, from a mailer? Now, you know, I think the, yeah, it's just, you, you don't, you, find me another medium where you can have that. Yeah. You can have those conversations. You, you can't. And, and I think, you know, mailers are easy. And yeah. I think that's another reason. If you saw, it's not a talk about what we did last election cycle, but how much work goes into what we do. Right. I mean, it, it's, it's 10, maybe a hundred X of what you would do for a mail program. Yeah. Um, and it's data sets after data sets after data sets mm-hmm. after messaging after messaging after messaging. But it's important in these conversations, you know, taking a a mail piece and delivering to in a house where you cannot see if someone either likes it or they don't like it or probably they didn't even read it. Right. And then you send a message to someone, have a conversation where you just locked up four votes in that household. I mean, those are literally the messages that we got. Yeah. You got all four votes from our house. We just turned in our ballots, all four for you. I, I think... That's the other reason that mailers are bullshit. <laughs> like another reason why I hate mailers is um, is the deep dark secret of why do political consultants, why do our competition, why do they push eight freaking mailers? What's their motivation? It's because they literally get a graphic designer to design two pictures, one on the front, one on the back. They download a voter file that has probably targeted voters, people who have voted in the past, people who live in the district. They they sort it, and then they email that off. You know, And if they email their graphic designer, it's like 30 minutes in the email, the graphic designer sends something back, then they send another email, then they download the file, and then they email that product to PDFs and an Excel spreadsheet to a printer. And what's the margins off a of direct mail? 20%. At a minimum. Yeah. Minimum, right? Minimum markup, 20%. So you send eight pieces of mail at a good price, a dollar a piece, to an audience of a reasonable size voter population, 440, let's say, let's say 50,000 people, right? You're going to make me do air, uh, math. Yeah, do, do, do math. I'm, my abacus is flying over here. $8, 50,000 people, so $400,000 in mail. 20% of that is 80 grand in an afternoon. Yep. Right? Like, I send an email, I get something designed, two PDFs, Excel spreadsheet, ka-ching, 80 grand. And that's, 
that's like their day, right? And then they they go on and then they have to add on all the other pieces of the campaign. And why do we do it that way? Well, because I've looked into the stars and that's how Galileo used to get us around, <laughs> right? Like, you know, full circle. I mean, you know, Columbus, he didn't get to India, but he, he got to land and it worked out. So obviously, you know, every campaign that's ever you know, one obviously had to do some bail is what they say because they've always done it. There's no data set to prove it. There's no research that backs it up. It's all quantif not even quantifiable. It's just, you know, I had a conversation, you know, Bob really liked that mailer. Well, Bob was already voting for you. Right. Now, on the other side of that, um, I think we have to talk about other ways to use direct mail. And I think that we talk about... um who it's targeted to, whether or not it lives in a vacuum, and then how a slate mailer um, with a brand that has been well-branded can have authority. And and you know who I immediately think of who puts out um, probably the most well-branded, long-standing, kind of national-styled slate mailers? Who's that? The League of Women Voters. Because the league, it's it's nonpartisan. It's not really a slate mailer in the sense that they're telling you who to vote for, but they're telling you what's on your ballot. And they have consistently put out what they've tried to put a very, very um, nonpartisan kind of middle of the road um, piece. And in California, I know we have a couple of our clients who um, buy into other slate mail programs. Um, I know that we've talked about uh, building slate mailer programs with some of our other clients. And I think that they have this idea of bringing in, you know what, 15, 20 candidates, right? You know, from the from the dog catcher to the governor's office, you know, all the way from the city to the federal and having all of these candidates all being in favor of a particular special interest, law enforcement, fire, public safety, public safety, retirement security, public employees, retirement security, um, all of the issues, you know, healthcare, right? Like all the things that we're always talking about. But I, I think that when we say that a program like that has value, it has value when it's built on the back of a brand, and it has value when it's part of an organized, coordinated, multi-platform approach. Well put. But I mean, the crux of what you, do, what you need to have a brand, and I think that's what you we're do. talking about. That's what we're talking about at upcoming training class in San Diego is branding your IE, branding your pack, so that when they get that piece of slate mail, they should actually be looking forward to it. They should be looking for it, that, right? That's what they should Because be that's the difference is, is when you do a slate mailer, it's not part of some BS, let's do eight pieces of mail and tell a story, you know, you know, born a farmer, you know, entered into laws. Like, we're not, t we're, we're telling you these issues, this is who to vote for. And so I like sending a slate mailer where the day before or maybe two days before it lands, you land a piece of digital block walking that says, well, I, hey, okay. so you, keep an eye out. You, you took, you took, On Tuesday. took my thunder there. Well, it's a tool in the overall strategy. Right. We don't end with just a piece of mail. Or begin with it, or right? Or begin. Yeah. And that's what some programs, I would say the vast majority of programs are doing, is they're starting and ending with that. Uh, maybe with a Facebook ad buy that's boost, <laughs> boost posted on, right. uh, you know, on social media. But you know, I think there is a, a need, and that is a tool within our overall strategy to reach that voter. But yeah, I yeah. like that game plan too. Yeah, I mean, you, you start off letting them know it's coming. The day that it comes, you tell them it's coming. 
um, when it lands, you know, um, we make sure that it lands properly. There, there are there are also layers of like doing like good mail, like you know, step one: um, Are you using a printer that doesn't form delivery? Making sure that for the forty percent or thirty five percent of United States Postal Service customers who see a digital copy of their mail before they even go to their mailbox, are they getting a digital copy of your slate mailer? Is it in full color? Is it clickable? Where it goes to a link of a website that more um, extrapolates on the message and, and the branding and who we're talking about and who's on the endorsed list and how to follow up for more information. You know, um, does it contain a relatable emotional call to action? Like, you know, keep our community safe, vote for these leaders, you know, something along those lines. And, and to go back on, you know, I'm going to use one particular case in the 2022 cycle. Um, we were working in a city in California where the voting population was, I think, in the high 70s for the age group. So you and I sat down and said, hey, we might need to do a mailer here. God, they're old. And, and they're like, yeah, <laughs> we're like, okay, we might, we might need yeah. to do a mail program uh-huh. here. And for all the shit we're talking about mail programs, if, if you need it, you need it. Right. Um, we did it, mm-hmm. and we sent it in there, but that was a tool right. on the overall strategy. And what we did was we would send the mail piece strategically and then follow that up with digital block walking, uh-huh. follow that up with some social media buys, all that type of stuff. And what did we get back from one of the voters who was 96 years old? Is that the, the text message the next day, right? Like we texted them on like Friday and it came back on Sunday or something? Because again, analytics, uh-huh. data, we know who we're talking to. Right. We know exactly who Braden Frame is, how old Braden is, where he lives, how yeah. many times Braden voted. This gentleman was 96 years old, texted us back, wow, I had no idea. I took candidate X's lawn sign out of my lawn. Yeah. Can you deliver me candidate Y? Uh-huh. Where are you going to get that? Right. You're not. Yeah. And we had already mailed them, too. We've or we've already mailed them. Yeah, because we had like a little like a digital block walking sandwich, right? Like we sent the text, we sent the mailer, we sent the text, and it was the texting, it was the digital block walking, it was the conversational tone, and then literally our staff being there to reply back to these messages and track requests for things like signs and stuff like that. So but anyone that, that comes to me and says, my community, we need to do mailers, I received a text message from a 96-year-old man <laughs> who changed his vote because of what we did. Yeah. And the beauty about that, we didn't have to talk to him again. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Braden. Uh, Appreciate the vote. Yep. And we never had to spend another dollar because we knew we had his vote. Yeah. It's it's it, 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 the, the technology today is just so different. And it's important. And I think, again, that goes back to you know, what separates us, what makes a modern cartographer. You know, we're not relying on bad data to get us lost on the way to India. You know, we're not. We're using, we're using what's available now. And we're acting on that. Um, For our base watching this, I think what in how we run this company is that I still think of myself as a president of an association. I think we, you know, podcast number one, we talk about what makes us different, right? You got to be accountable for your membership's money. Yeah. And if you're blowing hundreds of thousands of dollars of mail, I'm telling you right fucking now, you're wasting money. Yep. You're wasting money. But there is a time in a place for direct mail. Usually never, but there is. And um, if you're doing it, come talk to us. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, never a better time to just, you know, flaunt 
how uh, how awesome it is to continually, I think, also deliver for our clients in these 100% digital campaigns um, and, and, and being able to drive down costs, increase deliverability, increase data, increase the conversations. And most importantly, I think the other thing is, is that mail is so expensive. And this is kind of my final thought. Mail is so expensive for a lot of people. It has been a a wall to small associations with smaller pack budgets from feeling like they can enter into the political space. You got 27 guys on the job putting in 20 bucks, which is a huge amount, by the way. Mm-hmm. 27 guys putting in 20 bucks a month to your political program. You know, at the end of the year, you don't have enough money to do a mail program anyways. So what are you going to do? What is your force multiplier to make your money go further? You know, when the traditional, classic, out-of-date strategies of most political consultants don't work. And I think that's where, again, we've been able to take a lot of smaller associations with smaller budgets, less guys on the job, less folks in the pack, and being able to deliver them to 40, 50, 100, 200, half a million impressions, you know, where they're having, you know, 10, 15, 20,000 people who they're engaging with. And of those, we're having direct real-world conversations with hundreds or thousands of them at scale. And I'll end with this. Prove me wrong. Prove us wrong. Find me a campaign across this country where you can show that because you did eight mailers, you won the election. If you can find that, we'll invite you on the podcast. (laughs) Come on on. I love it. Come on, and we will... We won't even talk to you before, and you can show us all your analytics, pull everything up. Show me. Uh-huh. Show me where that those eight mailers won you that election. Because on the other side of every single one of those elections, on the other side of every campaign, is some other guy who's got eight mailers that he just paid for, and they lost. Yep. And that's what's up. See you next time. This is my uh, I hate direct mail jam right here. <laughs>